السلام على عبادي الذين استفاء كل ما أسألكم عليه من أجر من أجر إلا إن شاء أن يتخذ إلى عضه سبيا عليه مصلاة والسلام حسن primarily for the good of mankind ما أرسلناك إلا رحمة للعالمين yeah, blessing yeah, mercy and they come primarily for the good of mankind and Allah Dala in his wisdom blesses the Anbiya عليه السلام with the greatest of knowledge knowledge pertaining to this life knowledge pertaining to the hereafter so with the best knowledge, they are coming for the good of mankind. So that what they will know about the man, what is good for this temporary fleeting life, and what is good for the eternal life, will be known best by the Anbiya So the message is, <coughs> He wants to bring you to Allah Ta'ala. Bring you right, not to the entrance of Jannah, but right in the middle of Jannah. In fact, in the heights of Jannah. So this is the whole purpose of the Nabi coming. That he wants to lead you to Jannah and see that you are secure in the highest levels of Jannah. He says, Alayhim bin Ajr, I don't ask you for any remuneration. It's a mission I've come for, no remuneration. But yes, man ila sabila. My whole effort, my endeavor is that the one that wants to come to Allah Ta'ala, I want to bring him, I want to lead him. Like a loving father will say to his children after he's given them all his properties, his wealth and all that. He says, I don't want any remuneration from this. What I would like to see, I would like to see you eating, enjoying, and living happy lives. This is what, this is my reward. This is my return. So the return of the Nabi is that he wants to see you happy. And when he sees you happy, that he feels fulfilled, he feels satisfied, and he feels that the mission has been accomplished. And to see you in difficulty, Azizun Ali Ma'anitu, he finds it very difficult to see you in problems and in difficulties. <coughs> so understand the mission of a Nabi, understand the status of the Nabi. He is most knowledgeable, he is most understanding, and his knowledge covers this life and the next life. And after he's been blessed with all that knowledge, now this is his whole mission for your own good, not for his personal good, for your good. You should take. So then when he comes in, he will show and he will guide so this is, these are the things that you need to do. If you do it, inshallah, you will have a good ending and you will have a good transcending as well. The next life, that will be good. Ending will be good as well. But the Nabi also comes to warn you. To give you good news, but also to warn. Otherwise, if it's just one-sided, then the mission is incomplete. You just shove it. But you don't, sh- don't show us 
the other side, if we don't do, if we fail to do it, then what's going to be the consequence? Then you'll say that the Nabi's work was deficient. But he came to show both. This is the consequence and the good ending if you are obeying. And if you are not obeying, then this is going to be the consequence. So now, the Nabi is complete, he's perfect, he's comprehensive. The mission is comprehensive, there's no deficiency. <laughs> Another force, an evil force, and the evil force, its whole idea is, the idea is to mislead you, to distract you, to divert you, divert you from Allah Ta'ala, to move you away from Allah Ta'ala, to move you away from Jannah, to move you away from the goodness of this life, and the goodness of the next life. Then, when you understand that this is the message of the Nabi, then in, in essence, what is the, the, the actual message? Yukhrijal ibad, min ibadatil ibad, ila. We are, we have come here only for this purpose, to pull you out, to pull you out of worshipping and obeying and becoming enslaved to this world. What's happened now, you come into this realm, and you become enslaved. Sometimes you are enslaved to wealth, that I face, if I get this amount, then I'm alright. I'm secure, I'm financially secure, then I'm alright. Materially, I'm secure, then it's alright. But then, to reach up to that material, any type of sacrifice is alright. As though we have worshipped that material. One is the one that is worshipped an idol, so it's also worshipped something material. One, the, the thing that is material. But, the Nabi has come to pull you out of this. This material, is material, it's got a beginning, it's got an end. When it's got a beginning, it's got an end, then, when it's gonna be ending, then it's going to leave you in a terrible state, in a disaster. It will be really, really a disaster. But I gave everything for this. And now at the end, I see that this thing that I've given my, my best, I give my life, my wealth, my goodness, my energy I give. And the 11th hour, I think just deserted me. So the man feels extremely disappointed. One person had spent approximately 10 million rand on his child's education. So the child became a specialist, one of his kind in the country. And then he started the practice and he was doing a roaring business. Was one of the kind, can't find a person like him at that level, at that level of competence. You can't find no replacement. And he's making it. Father is bloating and gloating. See my father, my child, and I spent so much and seeing half a million. So really, my, it was a worthwhile investment. But in the end of the first year, the child contracted some type of an illness. The doctors all gave up and the father is sitting at his head side, crying away. My dear son, I spend so much on you, and then to see that you are ending up like this. I spend my wealth, my time, my family life, everything to see that you are secure, so that you could have a good life, and then you could also be a, a center for the family, something to be proud about. But now, all my dreams have all been smashed down. I don't see you recovering. That's what the doctors say. And they say, you just got about two months left, and now no future I've got. So the son speaks to the father in that state, whilst he's about to leave the world. He says to the father, Abba, you don't cry about the financial loss. You cry over the fact that you have brought a loss to my hereafter. You taught me the secular education. You taught me how to progress. And I did progress in this one year or so. I did progress tremendously. But you... In the process, you distracted me from my actual cause. My actual cause was Allah Ta'ala. My actual cause was Jannah. My actual cause was to meet Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala in a way that I am pleased and He is pleased. But I can see now, I can see realities coming before me. And you have left me in a terrible, in a very miserable, dangerous plight you have left. So you cry over this, not over the fact that you, you incurred such a financial loss. No, you have incurred an eternal loss. The dunya is gone. 
akhirat is gone both are gone so the nature of this world is like this that nothing can be guaranteed not your health not your wealth not even your behavior what what the future holds for you can you guarantee your wealth can you guarantee your health can you guarantee, can you guarantee your behavior what is going to be like your status and symbol in life can you guarantee that nothing can be guaranteed today you're the hero and tomorrow you're gone you know you look at this sports stars etc right and then until they are in that super league and the whole world talks about them but then that's life of a sportsman is only till about 35 38 after that he has to retire whether he likes it or he doesn't like it but he has to give up the career now until he was in the show business the whole world was talking about him. oh so and so do you know him you haven't heard of this person here you know what he's worth but the moment he reaches that age of retirement and he's no way he comes to the masjid he comes to walk in the street not not recognized nobody recognizes him nobody sees him so this is uh, the deceptive life of this world whilst you in the show business then everybody talks about you everybody bloats gloats about you everybody's praising you but the moment you're gone you're gone khalas nobody talks about you. therefore allah bak says wal akhiratu khairu abqa if you need to invest then invest in the hereafter why because that's eternal it's it doesn't have an expiry date everything that is besides the akhirah besides the hereafter is got an expiry date and when there's going to be a separation really it's going to be a very painful it's going to be a very painful separation when you see the hereafter before you with your eyes as we are promised that we believe and you see it before you and you see that separation moment what i've done my energy my wealth my reputation i've given it for the i have given all for this to see this type of a separation is leaving me in this state really really is not worth the while so the thing to invest in is this this is the thing to invest in hereafter then you get one response and the response is from those that are opposed to the life of the hereafter then the one type of opposition is they will say in here illa hayatuna dunya namutu wa nahya wa ma nahnu bimabusin say this is just this present life there is no such a thing like the hereafter there is no such a thing that hereafter إذا متنا وكنا ترابا وإذا من أينا لمبلوسون it's a far-fetched dream because when we are decomposed and then turn into soil will we be risen for the second time not realizing that before you could come up onto this earth you were soil you go and analyze yourself what were you before you came in before you ush you were ushered into this world a particle of water that Greek was now we return to that and for Allah Taala to to reconstruct He's done it once. You've seen it. Your your whole structure is of soil. You're coming back again of, of soil. So what's so impossible? What's so far-fetched about it? These are the type of responses that the people of righteousness will receive. That, that hereafter is just a far-fetched dream. Don't worry about it. Uh, it is just something. And if you get to the hereafter, it's just a it's just a lucky packet. You know, it's your it's your it's your luck. You get it. So there's no such a thing. No such a thing like a lucky packet. If you are lucky, you get it. and if you're not lucky then you miss it out otherwise that would mean that the whole mission of the anbiya ali bismillah was useless because it's if it's de- depend on risk and on your luck and fortune and you get it then what's the, what was the need for allah to send anbiya he sent the anbiya that you can really invest correctly you know where to invest where to allah complains about man ya alamuna zahiran min alhayat ad-dunya wa hum anil akhirati hum ghafilun things pertaining to this life We've learned it very well. This will bring the profit. This will bring the loss. If I do this. This is what I will gain. Lose. So that you've understood very well. Ya alamuna zahiram min alhayat dunya. How this all functions. And unfortunately, then our minds begin to work the same way. So 
if it is something about a good fortune, we talk about it. It's investment that. Or if it is someone involved in fraudulent uh, affairs, they will be very much against it. Worse than the person that is interest, is taking interest is in fraud. Yeah, we talk, we bring the whole roof down. Why is fraud? But the man is, uh, is interest or he's going to the casino. Or now and then he's just uh, messing around with women, or maybe not not very actively. We don't take it very strongly, but this will take it very strongly. Why right? it relates to the thing that we love, it's dear to our hearts. That is why Rabia Basaria, oh, she was the saint of the time, and two men came in to take blessings, advice from her, and they were speaking out against the dunya. The dunya is leather, the cursing, etc., etc. So she asked them, "Please, would you mind if I tell you?" get up and move away. Now, they are wondering within themselves that we didn't do anything wrong. We spoke out against the dunya. And then this woman is asking us to get up and leave. Said, no, we, we do obey and we do listen to you. But we just want to know what's the connection. We spoke out against the dunya and you asked us to get up and leave. So what's the connection? What's the link? So that we know then there won't be a repeat of this wrong that we have committed. She said, see, if the dislikes and hated in your in your side, really, really, then you wouldn't even, even have spoken about it. Like how Number two, feces. You don't hear people speaking about it. They hate it, but they don't speak about it. Why they dislike it? So if it was something detestable, you wouldn't have spoken about it. But it seems like it's not detestable in your eyes and your heart as it's supposed to be. Therefore, you are speaking about it. And it's like this, and it's like this place in your heart where you just detest it at that level. You've got some place in your heart for it. So that means you're saying something, but your heart is, is not in agreement. The heart is in disagreement. To say it's mal'oon, ad-dunya mal'oon, but does your heart also believe in that? If you had looked at it, if your heart had looked at it with that type of contempt, then you wouldn't have been speaking about the dunya like this. So the actual place to be investing is the hereafter. So the whole message, the mission of the Anbiya is about this. Don't get caught into this. It's just a trap. You'll miss one trap. You'll get into the next trap. And the world will carry on like a circle. People before you also... They also thought the same way, you know, we'll do something and our children will be secure. Do you think in the same way our children will be secure? What guarantee you've got? Any guarantee? So the only guarantee, hold on to that string of Allah Ta'ala and that's a guarantee thing. That thing never snaps, it never breaks. Everything else, it's there today, tomorrow it's gone. Today there's a friendship, tomorrow it's hated. Today you love the person, you adore the person, and tomorrow you are pulled apart. So everything that's material, everything that belongs to this world, Nothing can be guaranteed. So if you want yourself to be guaranteed, then hold to that rule. But now, in order to reach up to that, in order to reach uh, the, the system of this world is, that you don't, you need to have someone to direct you, to lead you up. Like you, you need your child to be educated and you would send the person to a tutor, to a school, to a university, that he must be educated. Exactly the same. If you want righteousness, then someone must tutor you, someone must initiate you. If you it's just speculation. No, I think I'm doing the right. I think I saw one dream, it's right. So I'm right. Why I saw that dream? Why? That's not the criterion. It's not the gauge. Then what is the gauge? So the Quran criterion is a dream. It will show you Ibadur Rahman, that the true servants of the gracious. Who are they? Why did Allah choose to say the servants of Rahman, the servant, my servant? Why did he choose to say that if you want to know what is the way or the righteous way to reach up to a realm that is absolutely guaranteed, that will never fail? Then you'll follow the cue, take the cue from these people here. So Allah starts off, he enlists them, he speaks about them. Ibadur Rahman. yamshuna al-ardi So the first description Allah gives of them is they are humble within themselves. When even they walk, in their walk there's so much of humility. They don't think there's no airs about themselves, no pride and no arrogance because they know nothing in this world is guaranteed. I'm not guaranteed. My piety is not guaranteed. 
Nothing is guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed. Can I be proud of myself? Yes, you can be proud of yourself over something that is absolutely guaranteed. And the only guaranteed thing is the hereafter. That's guaranteed. Once you are there, then there's no reverse permanently. So that's what once you reach there. But until you haven't reached, can you be proud? Then you just have to be humble. So Allah is showing the full description. Second is, That's a description of the righteous as enlisted by the Quran Sharif, when a jahil, an ignorant person addresses them, then they say salam. Now what does this mean? Jahil yeah, in this context means either the person that doesn't know deen, doesn't know good character, doesn't know the teaching of Rasulullah or in spite of him knowing it, he doesn't apply it. One is the person that is totally ignorant, doesn't know. And the other person is the one that knows about it, but he's not applying, applying himself. So both in the word of the Quran, both are jahils, both are ignorant. So if someone is behaving with them with aggression, impolite, not kind, then what is the response? Is the response is that tit for tat, uh, you shout at me, I will shout at you. You are evil to me, I will be evil towards you. Is that the response? What do you get out of it? He'll be raising his voice, you'll be raising your voice. Uh, you will try and show that my, my argument is better, wait here, and he will do the same. So this, you won't get any closure. Shreve is showing what is the description of the righteous? Do they try to smash someone down? Or do they try and, uh, in a situation, they try and rule in the debate or the discussion, let them have be supreme? Is that the response? No. They look for a respectable whole situation. Avoid. Yeah, salam means avoid. But avoiding with respect and dignity. Now look at the style of Abu Bakr Siddiq That's the best of all the Sahaba Kiram. After Amdiyari Musa, he's the best. Nobody like Someone tried to engage him. You like this, you did like this. Look, in every community, you're going to get someone. All are not going to be praising you. Someone is going to disgrace you. Someone's made his life's mission to find faults. Not his faults, others' faults. That they made, the, made it the life mission. Well, Abu Bakr's response was, see, either I am right or you right. I'm Either I am wrong or you wrong. If I am wrong, may Allah Ta'ala forgive me. And if you are wrong, may Allah forgive you. Now, can anybody add anything to this? But what a beautiful way to avoid. Now, this is the Quranic description of piety. May Allah give us a talk. أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حيال الصلاة حيال الصلاة
الحمد لله علي ذات عظيم الصفات سمي سمات كبير شان جليل القدر رفيع الذكر مطاع الأمر جليل البرهان فخيم الاسم غزير العلم وسيع الحلم كثير الغفران جزيل العطاء مجيب الدعاء عميم الإحسان سريع الحساب شديد العقاب أليم العذاب عزيز السلطان ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له في الخلق والأمر ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله المبعوث إلى الأسود والأحمر المنعوت بشرح الصدر ورفع الذكر وصلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه الذين هم خلاصة العرب العرباء وخير الخلائق بعد الأنبياء ما بعد فيا أيها الناس وحدوا الله فإن التوحيد رأس الطاعات واتقوا الله فإن وعليكم بالسنة فإن السنة تهدي إلى الإطاعة ومن أطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى وإياكم والبدعة فإن البدعة, فإن البدعة تهدي إلى المعصية ومن يعص الله ورسوله فقد ضل وغوى وعليكم بالسرق فإن لك وعليكم بالإحسان فإن الله يحب المحسنين ولا تخلطوا من رحمة الله فإنه أرحم الراحمين ولا تحب الدنيا فتكونوا من الخاسرين ألا وإن نفسا لن تموت حتى تستكمل رزقها فاتقوا الله وأجملوا في الطلب وتوكلوا عليه فإن الله يحب المتوكلين وادعوه فإن ربكم مجيب الداعين واستغفروه يمددكم بأموال وبنين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وقال ربكم ادعوني أستجب لكم إن الذين يستكبرون عن عبادتي سيدخلون جهنم داخلين بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات وذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونسعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق مشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطيع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص الله ورسوله فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدي وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه وآن رضي الله تعالى عنه وأقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عنه اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله صحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغض قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغض يعدكم لعلكم تذكرون قال تعالى فاذكروني يذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون Kindly ensure that our stuffs are straight and all gaps have been fully Please check that our garments are above our ankles Kindly switch off our cell phones Adults in the front rows, children in the back rows The kids can get into the rows quickly so we can commence with the salah please <coughs>
الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين والضحى والليل إذا سجى ما ودعك ربك وما قلى وللآخرة خير لك من الأولى ولسوف يعطيك ربك فترضى ألم يجدك يتيما فآوى ووجدك ضالا فهدى ووجدك عائلا فأغنى فأما اليتيم فلا تقهر وأما السائل فلا تنهر وأما بنعمة ربك فحدث الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين إنا أنزلناه في ليلة القدر وما أدراك ما ليلة القدر ليلة القدر خير من ألف شهر تنزل الملائكة والروح فيها بإذن ربهم من كل أمر سلام هي حتى مطلع الفجر الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام الله السلام اللهم انت السلام والسلام ذكرك وشنا حسنات وكلامك ولمنا حسنا ولم تغفر لنا وتقبلنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا انت سبحانك اننا كنا من الظالمين ارحمهما كما ربيانا صغيرا اللهم انا نسالك العفو والعافيه والمعافاه الدائمه في الدين والدنيا والاخره والفوز بالجنه والنجاه من النار اللهم اغفر لنا بحلالك عن فضلك واغننا بفضلك عمن سواك اللهم انصرنا ولا تنصر علينا اللهم انصر المسلمين المستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم بارك لنا في الموت وفيما بعد الموت اللهم انك عفو كريم رحيم تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وربك من شر ما سعدك من نبيك وحبيبك وعبدك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم المسعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا انك انت التواب الرحيم سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين